0: Amen, well it's good to see everybody, I think there's still a few more folks getting ready to get tuned in I've uh, been trying to tap into some of this technology that God's got out there, amen So that's what we're doing, we're still learning about it, but uh, you know what, God can take it and make it so much more How many know when you put something in God's hand, He's uh, faithful and trustworthy, amen uh, Is He faithful and trustworthy? That's what I'm talking about Well I want to jump in, with just starting out with the sermon title today, and it's uh it's called, uh, It's Time Everybody ready for that? It's time, you ready? Are you motivated? Mm-hmm. Okay. Two of <laughs> you are. That's good. So we're gonna get there. But so look at your neighbor and say this time. This look at town. your other right, this time. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. There you go, man. I thought, man, am I at the right place? Everybody used yeah. to in here in a row, baby. Yeah. That's right, we get excited about what God's doing. So let me ask you a question, talking about its time, a little sense of urgency. How many people got a little procrastination now? I know there's more because I know there's some procrastinators. But I ain't raising my hand just yet. I raised my hand. When, yeah, okay. Any procrastinators? A couple more. Cause see, I told you there's a few more laying back in there, man. They were like, well, I guess I am. Man, we can put some stuff off, man. We can put some stuff off. So, you know, I, I really think the sermon is for everybody. God's Word is for everybody. Amen? Absolutely. So we're going to dig in today and see where God takes this thing. So I want to keep on moving. I'm going to go ahead and uh, ask you, you know, you said, well, buddy, what what are we ready for? You know, what what is the time for? It's time for us to find our God-given purpose. And if we know what that is already, we need to keep walking in. it. Amen. We need to keep on rolling with it. So I pray that that's what, that's our takeaway today, man. So that's it. Let's take a look at God's word. If you got your Bibles, I always encourage you to bring your Bible with you. We're going to be in Proverbs 19, 21. We're going to jump around. We usually have a lot of the uh, scriptures up on the wall, but always bring your word in case God wants to show you something additional. Amen? Because he can speak through his word all the time. So take a look at this here. It says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. What does that mean to you guys? Think about it. Look at that. Many are the plans in a person's person. We got a lot of plans sometimes, don't we? But I think, you know what? We need to check with God if we want to see those purposes prevail. So we need to start out with God and see where he wants to, to drive, right? Amen? So I know that that gets a little, little tough sometimes because how many people like to drive the bus themselves? Man, we did start at 10, right? We started at 10? Yeah. We're just being honest. Sometimes we go, man, we just... We like to get it, and then when we're when we're driving the bus, and we get derailed, what happens? Then we call on Jesus, right? Man, what what? Just think back to your life, if we'd have started out seeking the Lord in the beginning, how we could have probably uh, got out of a lot of those situations that we find ourselves in, Amen. But there's good news. God loves us so much that He will still come when you call, Amen. That's good. But a lot of times we just use God like that. We just call Him when things are tough. I'm telling you, man, we can talk to God every day because of the perfect sacrifice. Christ. I have a couple more things I want to share with you guys in here today. I said, you know, God is always willing to hear our cry. And, and I want to ask you this. I talk to a lot of people and they talk about their plans and everything else. A lot of questions and answers today. How many people believe that God's got a better plan for your life than you do? Most people. How many people think their plan is better than God's plan? Amen. Amen. <laughs> Then why do we always go with our plan first? <laughs> I'm preaching to me first, man. You know we'll take oh yeah we're gonna do this, and then then after we're way over here we're like, well God where are you? Well we walked away, He never walked away. So I want you to hear that today that we know. I don't think any of us here or maybe even online would, would even argue about this. And man, I believe God's got the best plan for my life. So if we want to know the best plan for our life, we need to be seeking the one that's laying it out, right? We need to keep our Bibles open, our hearts open. And seeking the Lord. Does that sound good to everybody? Well, I want to talk about three areas of our life that we talk about from time to time and we'll come in a little bit different angle on this thing. uh, I hope. And and see what y'all think. About our past. Say our past? past. All right. Our Our present? And our what? Future. Okay, good, good. That's all important, right? God can use them all together. so if you believe that God's got your future and your hope in His hand, we need to be continuing reaching out to Him and checking Him and say, God, how do you want me to start the day? Are we starting with a grateful heart? Are we even, are we even going to God in the morning when we first start? Man, He woke you up, right? That's a good place to start. He, he's got a great plan. So let's take a few things here. I'm gonna go ahead, if you got your Bibles, keep them by hand and by. I know you got your handouts and we're gonna do a little preaching and a teaching. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. Alright, so we wanna talk about your past. And as I was working through this last night, the Lord just really, really put this on my mind. Not every past is a bad past. Amen? A lot of times as Christians and stuff like that, or no matter how long we've been walking with the Lord, when we think of our past, we think it was bad. So I'm going to look on the other side. Now, there can be some bad things in our past, right? Things that we would rather not do again, learn again, deal with again. But there's still a lot of good in our past, right? We can still pull that. So I said, you know, with this, ask God... Even though we have times of trouble and times of difficulty through our past and stuff, ask God to help you pull the good out of the past. Now, there's been different things in my life. I always, I always think about this. I know we got a lot of young listeners and everything else. I don't know. I know y'all find this hard to believe. Pastor Bud was not a real good in school. I did, I did okay, right? But I was not sitting on the sidelines going, Man, I can't wait for that bell to ring. I mean, I was like, Whoa, isn't that? Now also, many of y'all don't know Pastor Bud, that I like working on stuff, but it don't always work out the way I work on stuff, amen? Yeah, Yeah. and everybody's laughing because they know that. And I think back how God worked different things. When I was in junior high school, man, I'm going to tell you this one right up here man. When I was in junior high school, I took shop class, because all my buddies took shop class. If you know me, I probably shouldn't have took shop class. I should have took like creative writing, something, (laughs) anything. But I took shop class because the guys took shop class. That's what the guys did. They took the shop class. So for whatever reason, I would have a problem nailing things. I could bend them nails with the best of anybody. Alright? And the reason I'm telling this, everybody's not a carpenter. Right? Everybody's not a guitar player, everybody's not a singer, but everybody has a purpose. So we get there early, man. And I, I know my buddy Ryan, he, he can just look at something and you'd have to do the, the front drawing, the right side drawing, the top drawing. I'm like, mine just looks like a box. And then when I turn it, it looks like a broken box. It just, I couldn't see that, right? Well, pulling the bad, pulling, pulling the good from the bad. There was one day we got a new shop teacher, a young guy, right? And he played guitar. He was just starting to play guitar. And I thought, man, I, just, I don't know nothing about this stuff. But he brought his guitar in one day. And they go, "Buddy plays guitar. Oh, well, you play guitar? I go, yeah, play a little bit. I broke out the guitar, started jamming on some Johnny Be Good and everything else. It is amazing how my shop grade went from like a C to like an A that night. It's amazing, man. I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. Because what was happening is I would get to school early, go teach guitar lessons to my teacher, and then he would teach me how to draw the boxes and stuff. So there's some good things, even at that, because I'm like, man, before I'm shocked, this is not good, man. But God uses our, our gifts that are different to work together for the good of the kingdom, Amen. So whatever your gift is, use it for the glory of God. Use it for the glory of God. So I want to go back to this. Every past is not a bad past. There's things that we deal with in our past that we wish we never have to deal with again. But God can use them to work together for the good. Alright? So take a look at this here. Romans eight twenty eight, And it says, We know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for purpose, purpose, them. Purpose, excuse me. So think about that. It doesn't say everything's good all the time, man. Have you ever heard that many people say, "Man, you know, I I prayed, I, pray I asked God, and I, I thought everything was just going to be lovey-dovey"? Is that happen with y'all as Christians? You never have any problems, no more, right? You no. Know, what happens is, you know what? We never go through them alone again. Let me tell you, that's the big thing. It says, let's go back here. It doesn't say everything's always good. It says God causes them to work together for the good. Now, I don't know about you guys. I don't like being sick. I don't know anybody likes being sick. Amen. But I know through being sick, and let me just say, God is not heaping sickness and problems on you. All right? God is for you. All good gifts come from God. But I wanted to pull these things in. I was thinking about this. I don't like going through sickness. But I tell you what God has done with my heart when I come out the other side. He's given me some compassion for those going through a tough time. How about you? A lot of times if you've never walked in something, it's hard to minister to somebody that's going through that. Right? So, but he's, he's worked in compassion in my heart. I thought about this. There's been times when I've had a little bit of money and then there's been times when i had a whole lot of no money. Amen? So when that time comes up and I see somebody in need, God has worked on my heart in a way to say, wow. I can relate to that. I think anybody that is in the sound of my voice has probably lost somebody that they love before. Amen? Nobody ever wants to go through that. It's a tough time. I will tell you this. When you know that your loved one has put their faith and trust in the finished work of the cross, that it does give us some peace in the midst of the hurt. Amen? Because we know that He says, the Lord says, if you call on the name of Jesus, if you put your faith and trust in the finished work of the cross, that you will be saved. Now, with that being said, when we lose somebody and it hurts and we come out the other side, how God ministers and Holy Spirit works on our life. When someone else goes through that, you'll find you're a little bit more open to what they're going through. Amen. You might be a little bit more open to love on them, to encourage them. And this is what I'm saying. God's working all those things together. Man, in this world, we're going to have trials and tribulations. Amen. But it's a be a good cheer. He's an overcomer. So today, it's time for us to be overcomers. Amen? And how do we do that? We do that by walking step by step, trusting God at his word. How many know God's word is perfect? Amen? Amen. Amen. Why do you think the devil wants you to keep that Bible shut? So you won't know the answer, right? Well, I'm going to tell you what. If you don't know anything else, I'm going to give you the answer. Y'all ready? Take notes. Anybody else? You ready for the answer? It's Jesus. Amen. The answer is Jesus. I don't care what the question is. It's Jesus if, you, if you're going through something. So let's keep on rolling with that. I said you can't remain there regardless. Talking about the past. Now, how many of y'all know the people that might be 50 years old and they still think they're in high school? Hey, man, how about them bulls? How about, yeah, how about, that's all team spirit's good, man. That's great, you know? But after a while, your family don't want to hear about you were president of the SCA no more. I'm just trying to help you. Right? They don't want to hear about how you almost won the blue ribbon in a track bait. They, they don't want to see your favorite painting from 40 years ago, okay? We need to be moving on and growing, right? And, but, but we like to get comfortable. How many people are comfortable in here today? <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say. It's good to be comfortable in your seat, but don't stay there. Because we want to continue to move and do what God has for us. When God says go this way, we want to go this way. He says go this way, he wants to go back this way. But there were a few things I was thinking that I wanted to share about remaining in our past. I said this, I've said it many times. There's a, there's a reason why your windshield is bigger than your rearview mirror. You've already saw it, you've already passed it. It's not bad to get a glimpse to see what's coming up, it's not bad to get a glimpse to turn around and, 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 and kind of position yourself, and make sure you're on track. But you need to keep looking forward. You need to keep pressing to the mark, looking for what God has got for you. Amen. So next time you get in your car and you adjust your mirror, make sure you got everything smiling everything like that. Just now it's the nice time to look for where Jesus got in front of me, right? And, and if you're out there driving around here, I want to know that you're looking forward, not backwards. Amen. That's for sure. But also what happens with, with staying in the past, whether it's good or bad, those are stepping stones that God has put in your life to grow for a healthy future. Not stones to sit on the sidelines and watch everybody else go by. So if you're here today, I want you to hear, you don't have to stay in your past. People say, well, buddy, you don't know what I've been through. You're exactly right. I say this probably every time I speak. I never want to minimize what you're going through or what you've been through. But I want to maximize the visibility of where we all need to go to. And that's Christ. Amen. We got to be looking at the Lord, trusting in the Lord, and seeing what's going on with that. Amen. So many times we we take a little trip down memory lane. Anybody like going down memory lane a little bit? Amen. She said, Amen. Miss Jones said, Yeah. It is nothing wrong with that. But we got to come on back to to the home front. We got to come back to center line, right? And it is funny. I I, I talked to some guys and stuff, and, and you know, it's funny. I saw a guy. It's been a while back. And this guy said, Man, what's going on? How you doing? I thought you would be taller. Well, he ain't seen me since I was 14. Well, I ain't grown since I was 15. Oh, I'm growing out, but I ain't grown out. I thought you'd be taller. See, we we got that perception of you're going to be just like you were back then. Yeah, a lot of people say, I wish. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? Spiritually speaking, we don't want to stay there. We want to grow, right? We want to continue. To be in line with God, to to get to that God-given purpose. And God's got a purpose for everything that He allows in your life. Amen? And see, He causes it. I see, He works it all together. I know that, you know, it's not a great thing to go through many of the hurts and stuff. But I know for me, and maybe not everybody else, I could have probably done a whole lot uh, better if I had just sought the Lord. I've said this a little bit, and I alluded to that, but I want to come back to this. How many times do we just take off running with me, 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 leave God out of it? I mean, just start doing it. Go buy a car, don't ask him about it. House, marry, whatever. We need to be seeking the Lord. but we know that. Not beating you up with that. I'm encouraging you in that. Because if you if you keep that same mindset in your past and there's been things that have been stumbling blocks, you bring them into your today, Right? But if we look back and see where God was moving in those things, And we bring them into our day. We know that God is trustworthy regardless. But that helps us to remember how good God is. How many of good to count your blessings? Anybody count some today? One or two? I bet you if you sit, sit there for a second. You can count over and over and over. The Lord given us a, a great place to worship. We're in a country that we can freely worship. Uh, it's just amazing. But so many times we forget that. When we get a little uncomfortable, we think the sky is falling down. But you know what happens in my life when God gives me an opportunity to help somebody else that's going through something? It takes my focus off me, puts my focus back on the Lord, and helps me be that vessel for someone else. Amen. God can use you in a mighty way. You say, "What can I do? I don't do this. I don't do this." Can you listen? Can you pray? Can you say that? Can you hold the door for somebody? All those things, God can work together. I think we're going to be surprised when we get there and stand before the Lord. And he goes back over our life. And we see how God said, you know what? That was awesome right there because your heart was right. It's always about a heart condition. So my big thing about the takeaway from the past, that our past does not have to be all bad. You know, a lot of times one of my buddies would give his testimony. He would talk about his life, B.C., before Christ. Okay. Have we grown from that? How are we moving on in those things? We can't continue to stay on the milk. We need to move to the meat. That's why perfect opportunity. We have Bible study on Tuesday night. Just don't come in and fill up today. Meet with the Lord all the time. How many married folks we got out here? How many people probably been married? How many people want to get married? We'll hit somebody right along the way. It's probably a good thing to work on that relationship. Amen? amen. I can tell you that a relationship does not have an autopilot button. And grandmama said, amen. <laughs> and she knows, right? Grandma said, amen. amen. You don't get married, to man. I love you, baby. Everything's good. And then you never tell them you love them. You never pray with them. You never spend time with them. You go to work. She goes to work. Everything. That's not much of a life. God came to give us life in abundance. Now when people hear that a lot of time in the world, they go, man, what, where'd I get it? You know, let me bring my bucket. But the abundance that God gives is so greater than things that we can buy with money, isn't it? Peace, grace, mercy. We're going to be talking about a little bit of mercy here in a minute. So everybody doing good. So while you're sitting there, ask the Lord to, to help you bring the good out of your past. Amen? Keep that in your heart. Let's keep on going. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right, everybody doing good. So we want to talk about your presence and now. Let the freshness of God's presence move you to your purpose. How many people have they go by or maybe talk to somebody and they realize that 10 years has gone by, five years has gone by, 50 years has gone by, and they have spent their time sitting on the sidelines of life? Sitting on the sidelines of life. How many people believe this and have probably heard it? Might have said to yourself, man, if I could just go back. Man, if I knew then what I knew now. There's a lot of truth to that, I believe. But guess what? You can't go back. You can't go back. So you've got to make the most of your now. Because when you look at your future, you're, you're going back in now. So we can make a difference, right? We can make the adjustments now. And, and the whole thing is I think we need to realize That as we go through this journey We need to be seeking the Lord And the very purpose is To grow in that relationship With the Lord I say it again How often are we seeking the Lord How often are we really Leaning into the voice of God And, and, and so many times I think we might just take them, take the things for granted Anybody take things for granted You think? We do We do man We take things for granted I said this many times to to, to a friend of mine the other day, many know that I spent a lot of time with my mom. My mom's 86, 87, going to be 88 in April, Lord willing. And we went through a really tough patch a while back, man. And I thought things were tough until things got bad, until they got worse. And when they got worse, I was praying for them to be bad again. Does that make sense? We went past bad. We went over the cliff to worse. And it ain't looking good. And God, you got to intervene. But God still hears the cries of his people. And he did intervene. But there's not a day that doesn't go by that I'm thankful that my mom can still stay in her house. That she can still do stuff. And she still thinks, I'm Mr. (laughs) wife. Now you know moms think that. Go in and eat. Tell them amen. I know where I'm on the food chain. I always tease my wife. I said, you know what? You're a great mom. I know you love the boys. If my kids, my two boys, had a bruised piece of fruit and they were in Japan, Denise would swim over with a new one. <laughs> we got to She is a mama and that's a good thing. Me? I might have to get something to take out. <laughs> oh, no, you'd be alright. You're growing, right? But you know, everybody, as we grow, it's that nurturing, that time that you've poured into people. When you're raising a child, you pour and you pour and you pour. And I know for me, I don't know of any greater privilege that I have other than being a dad. And it's always easy. Everything goes right. Wrong. (laughs) Never have no bad time. Never talk back. Never anything like that. Cut the grass all the time. Dump the trash. Everything else. Make sure they get you the right size of belt for Christmas and all that. Right? No. Sometimes it's a little trying, isn't it? Amen. But I tell you what I wouldn't trade one second of that for anything else in the world. because you know what I love that think how much God loves you to send his only son to purchase us back out of our sin debt that's the only way it could happen and Jesus said I'll do it man laying down your life for another that's love so let's see what is our purpose what else has God got for us I want to look at some scripture here today Lamentations, You got your Bible, three, uh, chapter 3, verse 22 and 23. It says this, The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercy never ceases. Great is His faithfulness. His mercy begins afresh each morning. Say amen if you believe that. Amen. Mm-hmm. Now I want to go back through this here. And today's lesson is not a hard lesson. It's just a little reminder. Because I tell you this, we're about, today's the 29th, right? 29th. And there was a lot of New Year's resolutions, right? How's everybody doing on that? He's doing good. That's good. The reason I say this because a lot of people, what I look like, I say, how's everybody doing? This is a tune-up. It's a little tune-up. So we're going to look up and follow what God has. Amen. Everybody needs a little course correction. Amen. I'm not beating anybody ever. I'm loving on you in the Lord here. So let's go back here. God's grace and mercy is new every morning. I'm glad about that. How about you guys? I need it every morning. I need it every minute. How about you guys? Every minute of the day. So when we go back here, I want you to focus on that. You know, you say, well, how how can I, how can I be so upbeat? How can I be able to look at this? Let's go back through here. Because God is faithful to love you. On your worst day, God's going to find something good in your life. Amen? That's amazing. Think about that. I've had some very, very unlovable days in my life. You know? I have a buddy that, you know, I said, well, let's pray. You know, we'll do something at work and we're doing different things like that. And he prays us off. He goes, Lord, protect me from myself today. And I started I said, you know, that's not, a good, that's not a good prayer for all of us, isn't it? We're our own worst enemy. Lord, just protect me from myself today. And I thought about that. I said, man, I hear what you're saying, brother. Because sometimes we can jump out and get ahead of God. Amen. And usually what happens is It's not too long until we find out We need to be checking back in Oh we can go out for a little while We can wait out a little bit more Wait out a little bit more Next thing you know it's like man How did I get here from, from there I would say sin doesn't have to come in a 55 dollar drum It can drip in, in your life a little at a time A little at a time A little at a time So we need to keep our focus on the good things of God Amen So his love is faithful What else do we see there He says this, that his mercy never ceases. How many know that's a good thing? Anybody need any of that today? Need it every day. Amen? People's hands going up everywhere. What else we got in here? Break it down a little bit more. And I said, man, great is the Lord's faithfulness. Even when we're not faithful, God is still faithful. Now, if you're listening here today, your blood pressure should be going. As your faith goes up, I think your blood pressure is going to go down because we know that God's in what? control. God's in control. So many times we think we're in control. How many people like to be in control? I'm going to pray for you. At least you're honest. There's a lot of people say, no, I don't want to be in control, but you know you should do it this way. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, you know, well, I would do it this way. It is, man. Control is not always a great thing. i tell you what's a good thing. Submitting our life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Submitting our life. That, and then walking step by step. Day by day. And listening to the Lord. What he has for us. Again it goes back. His mercies begin afresh. Each morning. You know what it tells me? Mercy. 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 We need mercy. We need mercy. All the time. Because I tell you what. We can be. What do I say? Just a just a crazy mess sometimes. Now I know that we seek out. and Seeking the Lord. And then the volume of the world comes on. And then we start dancing to that and on. Over there, oh yeah, that's kind of cool. Next thing you know, over here, a little bit more, a little bit. And what, no, how did I get over here? But you know what? If we keep marching, I like that song, Tiny was singing. Marching on, marching on, focused on the things of God. We are the army that's rising up. The souls of us, the the the, the saints of now. God has a plan for us now. So let's take a look at this. I mentioned that earlier. So let's start with a heart of gratefulness. The other day I did one of those little webcast things, and this is what God was uh, really showing me. I woke up the other morning, and when I was praying, I said, "Lord, just Lord, I'm asking you to help me to have a grateful heart." You would be surprised the difference in my day. I'm not going to tell you everything went perfect. I'm not going to tell you everybody just got up and said, "Man, buddy, Mr. Sunshine." That wasn't the case, but I tell you what it did do for me. As I kept that in mind for, and the Lord kept that in my spirit. It changed the way I dealt with everybody and everything that I'd encountered that day. And i tell you what, there were some things that I'd encountered that day that really weren't all that comfortable, amen? really wasn't all that comfortable. But through God's mercy that's new every day, and through His grace that's, that's perfect every day, and through His faithfulness that's there is all the time, God leads, guides, and directs us in those things. You say, well, buddy, all this sounds good, but how do I do it? We submit our life to the Lordship of Christ. Are we really putting Christ first? And we say we do, but then the day starts. Amen? And we say we do, but but you just don't work with those people I work with. But you say you do, but you just don't know my my husband. Right? You see where I'm going with all this? If we continue to focus on our gratefulness, God will work these other things out. You say, well, I I don't have much to be grateful for. Really? I don't know anybody. And there's a lot of people all over the world that are going through very, very tough times. But you know what? When you find those people that's going through very, very tough times that are believers, they always have this amazing trait. They will find something good in what's going on. That just stirs my heart. That just, to me, this man, I'm going, that's what I want. As a believer, that's what we have. But we drown out the volume of what the Holy Spirit is, is teaching us and telling us and comforting us from the things of the world. I mean, now everything in this world is fast. Got to do it fast. Got to do it fast. Gotta, babe, we got to do, do it right now. We got to do it. You know? Yeah, it sounds like an auctioneer. We got to get it. We got to get it. <laughs> I work with a guy. I work with a guy. A good friend about it. And his word all the time is, I said, what are you doing? He calls everybody kid. My buddy he goes, hey kid, my boss is on me. I got to get it. I gotta get it man My boss is on me I said your boss ain't even here He said he's on me <laughs> Now I will tell you the rest of the way I don't think he necessarily believes that It just sounds good right? <laughs> but you know what There's a lot of people That live under that tension Man There's a lot of people That think God is mad at them Have you ever been that person? Probably sometime. I go, surely God's not pleased with that. He may not be pleased with somebody never stopped loving you. Amen. Just like with your children. They might do something and disappoint you, but you still love them, right? You still love them, because it hurts, but you only want the best for them. So you know what? Today, to, for now, right now, let's choose a heart of gratefulness. You know, that's something everybody has is a choice. We got a choice. Nobody says, you know what, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, Monday morning you guys need to be miserable. Tuesday, you know, yeah, you know, Monday you got to be miserable. Now, I work with people like that, and, have, and I've probably been that person before, you know. But we have that choice. I want you to say, when you wake up tomorrow and say, I got a choice, Lord, I'm picking what you said. That you're faithful. that your mercy is new every day, that you love me, that you see my best even on my worst day. I see people, I see people even where I'm talking to them they're sitting like this and I tell them nothing. Again. Cause it's true. That's what God's word has on it. We can set the stage for our day. We can set the stage for our tomorrow by being grateful today. For being thankful today. Amen. Well let's keep on moving here. A couple little things I want to share before I move on. I said, you know what? We need to purpose this one thing in our heart. Ask God to help you to count your blessings. Matter of fact, if your wife or husband's here today, say help me count my blessings, amen? Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Somebody didn't say it back there. That's right, yeah. <laughs> this guy said, Yeah, help me count my blessings. You know what? You can start right there, count your blessings on her. Amen. Yeah, you can buy lunch today, right? <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah. But anyway, you know, and here's something else. As we I said it when we were worshiping earlier today. Man, if we just set out And tune our hearts to the Lord. How many people pray on the way to work? 15. I need to take another route. Which way do y'all (laughs) drive? A lot of people pray on the way to work. (coughs) How often do we really think, man, Lord, you know what? People say, well, I just don't have that much faith. You know what? He says we don't need much faith. It's that of a mustard seed. We can see a mountain move, amen? How many people believe when they leave here today that their car will start? Most of them. Thomas is kind of, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I had to suck. I had to. Right. He's like, yeah, I don't know. They it got a 50-50, but dad has got jubble cables. Yeah. <laughs> but you think about it. So you got faith that your car's going to start. And I know you do because when it don't, you go, I cannot believe it. Boy, <laughs> you just say answer my question. I can't, I can't believe my car didn't start. Right? Anything. How many people work to get a paycheck? Right? You believe on whatever the day is, let's just say Friday, that your check's going to be there, right? You're not going by on Wednesday and say, hey, man, I just to you know, I'm working. Uh, you got the money, right? You're going come back by about right, Thursday and go, hey, man, uh, uh, let me see the books you got the money, right? Because I know you got a thing. You don't go Friday and go, okay, it's 12 minutes work. Where's that money? You got faith in your employer, right? You got faith in that. And they might not even have a good track record. Your car might not have a good track record. You see where I'm going with this? God has got a what? Great track record. So I'm trying to, to point our hearts to, to look how easy it is to trust Him when we look at the backdrop of what He's already done. How many people love reading the Word? Yeah, it's good stuff. I used to think people say, I don't like reading Man, you know what? If you like reality TV and this, that, and all exciting and all, you read the Bible. They got a little bit of everything in there, man. You, I said, Really? Going through that, my gosh, this is, this is, wow, look at this. And I I remember this when God called me to preach. I said, look, I'm I'm sitting there thinking, me? And the Lord spoke this to my heart. I was going to a Bible study right down, right down this road right here. And the Lord just laid a moment and said, look at the others that I've used in my word. I said, okay. I started looking at David. Murderer. Adulterer. Liar. Man, look at look at Paul when he was Saul. Hey, going in and pulling Christians out. What about Peter? He messed everything up. I love him. You know what I mean? You know, who do you say I am? You're the, you're the Christ. And then, you know, a couple of pages over, he goes, I've never seen him before. You know what I mean? We do that same thing. So as God walked me through there and said, you know what? I can use you. I studied that and looked at that and I go... Man, God, them guys were just as messed up as me. I'm in. You know? I'm a simple guy. I, 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 well, gosh, if, if you can work in their life, you'll work in my life. But I need to be tuned to your life. See, that's the thing. As we're in tune to the things of the Lord, God will whisper to our spirit, don't do that, do this, don't do that, do this. Amen? And yes, Pastor Bud misses tomorrow, tomorrow. But I also know this. That his mercy is new every day. And that he's faithful. You see what I'm going to say? Don't beat yourself up so bad. Don't look so at, at your past and say, Man, I can never do this. You just don't know what I've gone through. You know what I find is this? In listening to a lot of people's stories just in general, most people that really make something out of their life are people that have been through a lot of tough stuff. Have you noticed that? You can, if you read somebody's resume before. and and, and looked at it after, you said, man, what happened? And I'm talking about the people that say, yeah, this is where I was without God. This is where I am now with God. And this is where I will continue to be for eternity with the Savior. That's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm looking at right there. Hey, you know what? I cannot change yesterday. I can't change five minutes ago. When we started doing some of this live stream stuff, we're thinking, man, do we, we? how do we do this? What's going on? What happens when we push the button? we got to fix this all. Guess what? You get what you get because it's live. We work the very best at everything else. But guess what? We're going to bring you what's happening in, in, in life. You say, well, man, he fell down and he was talking. Everywhere. Get up. Keep preaching. <laughs> Whatever it is, because it's about him. And this is about our real walk with God. Sometimes it's great. And then sometimes I've known people Have y'all ever known this? People that things are going real good in their life And they're scared because they're waiting for the other shoe to hit They won't even enjoy that How's everything going? It's going really good, man It's going good But I am i don't know what's going to happen What? They won't even enjoy what's going on Yeah, oh man, my kid's getting straight A's My wife says she loves me I just got a raise I'm worried What? But you've been praying for that for 10 years And now it's here, Right? And they won't enjoy their now because they're worried about the future. If you know who's holding your future and it's the Lord, you can rejoice in your today. Amen. Amen? You can rejoice in that. I don't know how everything's going to be when we leave here. You know? I don't even know how it's going to be when we leave this building today. But I do know this. This is our now. And we can make decisions right now That will impact lives all over the world. And it starts with you. That's how we start growing our future. Amen. Let's keep on going here. Everybody doing good. Oh man. We're on the home stretch now. Check it out. So I found this last night. And it said create your future. I thought create your future. I'm going to use that. Create your future. That's what the world thinks. You create your future. Well I looked at it this way. I said create your future by seeking the Lord about it. Amen? Because when I first asked, I said, how many people think that their plan is better than God's plan, and nobody thought their plan was better than God's plan, right? Even though we might tweak His plan, right? Well, guess what? If you tweak God's plan, it ain't His plan. It's your plan again, right? So we need to continue on with God's plan. So I said, it's time. I said, now, today is the time, with your eyes on the Lord and His word on your heart, to move forward. How many people are are concerned about the future? Worried about the future, man? Right? There's a lot of stuff going on in the world. Man, we used to to have the news running at work. We just stopped watching the news. (coughs) I think it's great to be aware of what's going on. We know how to pray. We know how to respond. But guess what? How many people you read through the Bible? I got good news. We win. We win, right? Read, read all of it. If you're a Christian, it's okay. That doesn't mean that we won't have trials and tribulations. That doesn't mean that things are always going to be good. I keep going back that today. So, so realize that we're going to live this life and we're going to be in this world. But guess what? We are not alone. i many glad glad that, that Jesus is the pilot and not the co-pilot. We switch it sometimes, right? We just want Jesus to go over there. If I get lost, I'll call you, right? <laughs> not a good plan. Not a good plan. I go back to this. So many times we said, man, we're going to make it on our own. When we look at this, this statement up here where it says, create your future. Hey, we have a part in that. If you don't take care of yourself, you're probably not going to feel good, not going to do good. If you don't study, you're not going to do good in school. You know any of this. If you don't work on your marriage, it's going to it's going to be a problem. Okay, but if you're looking at it through the lens of the Lord, right, it's all different now. Because what it did, it just took you out of the equation, put God in the equation. Now we follow Him, step by step, step by step. So many times I think, man, what am I going to do? I used to say that all the time. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? This is coming up. This is What am I going to do? You know what? After walking with the Lord the last 20 years, you know what I say? Lord, what are you going to do? Is that fair to say? What are you going to do, Lord? What would you have me to do? How many of you have prayed a prayer very similar to that and God says, be quiet. Have you ever been in a meeting or something? You're at work or something going on? You say, Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait till they get to my line items. They get it, come on, come on, that's mine. But you got any questions? And uh, any, anything to add to that? And you want to just light it up? And the Lord said, No. <laughs> and you go, I get back with you. Right? Or <laughs> you you didn't listen. And you go, and your boss goes. And you go, i was just kidding. I knew if you're thinking, you know, I probably should have listened to the Lord. You know, I was doing good right up to the last 45 seconds. Can we take that back? Can we rewind it? You know? Lean into the promptings of the Lord. Sometimes it's just that simple knowledge mm. You know, I, I found this in ministering and stuff. A lot of people love your input if it agrees with their output. Doesn't it? Well, what do you think I ought to do doing? Everything blah, blah 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 blah, and I'm going to do this and everything, and, and you go, admit, oh, I, I <laughs> can't get anything in there. He goes, so what do you think about that? I said, well, how's it working for you now? It ain't. Well, where's God at in the equation? And you get this. Well, or but your situation. It's not unique to God. He did not go, man, oh, man, that boy in Chapman. I don't know what I'm going to do with him today. Right? That's not it. He says, you know what? I love him. I love her. I love him. I love her. And I'm going to work in their life today. A life. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. God doesn't put you in the Holy Ghost's head like say You will do this, right? He wants us to walk in that relationship. You know? We got that free will. We got that choice. Let's take a look at some more scripture here to encourage you. Isaiah 41, 13. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear. I will help you. Fear is is not a good thing, is it? Think about that. I heard it said one time, false evidence appearing real. Right? I'm not saying, oh, I'm not scared of anything. I'm a tough guy. No. We get so wrapped up. I just told you about a situation, about a friend of mine. These things were going good in his life, but he was afraid what tomorrow was going to bring. Because if things are going so good, what happens if something changes? What happens if something breaks? What happens if I do this or I? See, we start putting I in there. You know? What happens if it gets better? How about that? What happens if it even gets better? That would be amazing. God's able to do that, isn't he? So we look at this, and, and, and we know that perfect love casts out fear. So if we got a lot of fear in our life, guess what? We're running low on a dipstick of love in our life, amen? We need to start counting those blessings again. We need to start seeking the Lord. We need to start praising the Lord. I, I go back to praise a lot because I tell you, as we realize who God is and we honor Him, and realize how big He is, how also, awesome he is, how much love he has for us, how much forgiveness he has for us, how much grace he has, and it goes on and on and on, you start to realize, you know what, I think God can take care of my situation. Amen? I think God is bigger than my problem. I've realized that God is a big God, amen? And he's a all-time God, not just all-time God. He's a long-haul God, that's what I say, for eternity. So we look at that and we go back to the Scripture and it says, you know what, hey, my right hand, look at that. Take hold of my right hand. I know with my kids, I saw something the other day I gotta share with you. I got a neighbor that's got a really big dog and the dog listens great. I need to take my dog over there and see if they can train. But anyway, they got this dog. They got a little boy about this big. Got the mama and the dad and the dad was pushing this little baby right up on the main drag here. I was going and the dog the dog's walking real good. Mom's walking with the dog up to a little trot. Dad's got the baby carriage back here. And I started laughing when I saw this. Little Junebug, who's about this big, made a slight course change towards the road. I mean, slight. And his mama snatched him so hard. She went like, never even look at The dad, you're dad's our old (laughs) Mama grabbed him So his little feet were still going Pulled him back on the path And sent him back down there And then I I looked at my rear view And I said that's why I want to keep looking forward Because he was letting that But in that instant Just like that She reached out Her right hand And she brought little Junebug back into the fold Amen (coughs) He said what does that have to do with us Do you think your Heavenly Father's got a pretty good reach? I do. He absolutely does. Do you think he's going to let you get too far off the path? We can rot up and everything else. We got free will. But when we call on him, right right back in there. And now every time I see that kid, I'm going to be thinking about that. Because I tell you what, his face just went like (laughs) What just happened? You know, sometimes God moves in our life And we go, whoo, what just happened Man, I'm going to tell you what Those little sneakers were gone and, and and she, I mean, all in one stride The only focus she had was I love my baby, he is safe Now multiply that out What God sees in you I love my children I'm going to protect them I'm going to bring them close to me Amen that's what I want you to hear today. So if we want to create a future that is bright, we need to be seeking the Lord in that. Amen. Keep on rolling. We're about ready to wrap it up. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. Psalm 73, 26. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. I go back to that and I look at it and say, man, this is so important. The Psalms reminds us of this, that, that our flesh and our heart may, feel, may fail. Anybody ever fail before? <laughs> yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt God said, I can never use you again? If you did, that's, that's not from God. Amen. Let me help you with that. That's not from God. God is a redeemer. Amen. God is a restorer. I want you to hear this today. God is in the business of restoring when we turn to Him. So I want you to hear that today. We have a loving God. A holy God, you know? But he's got us by his right hand. And he can bring us back in, amen? And I said this, I said, we serve a forever God. Now, a lot of times, he said, buddy, why did you even bring that up? We don't serve a part-time God. We serve a living God. We serve a God that gives it all, that gave it all, That cares about every hair on your head. That cares about your situation. That knows every thought that you have. That knows every hurt that you have. Amen. He knows the hurt of your heart. And he's the one that can bring the healing to that. Amen. Now, what does that look like? It may look like a whole lot of different things. It might be inviting somebody to church. So they can hear a message. It may be pushing the share button on what we're doing today. And getting the word out. It may be praying with somebody. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you a story that I ain't real proud of, but I'm gonna tell you. Yesterday, me and Tim was in here adjusting stuff, trying to figure out what's going on, and I was all about, this cord's not working, man. This is not working. What's going on? We gotta do this, and we're back and forth. And the door slings open. And this lady comes in, and she says, we saw y'all's vehicle here. This man has cancer. And we want to pray for them. And I thought, but my car, my cables are not right. In that split second, I'm like, but I need to fix this. I like to say, oh yes. In the morning, I was so wrapped up and I looked up, I was like, who, who, what's going on? In that minute, God said to my heart, why are you here? Drop the cable, man. Fool. This is the house of prayer this is God's house when we're here. This is God's house. And I'm worried about a cable. I said, Lord, forgive me. And we had to pray for that man. And she prayed over that man. And we got to talk to the guy and just witness to him and love him and everything else. And me and Tim said, I'm done with the cable. I'm done. Whatever. Let's Whatever. That went so far by the backside. And I said, Lord, help me to keep my heart in tune to what you have for us. Don't get so busy that I miss you bringing somebody here for us to pray for? We didn't even have to go look for them. They didn't even knock, they didn't knock, okay? They just were like, hey, we knew you were here, we need to pray. And we were like, what? Yeah, that's what we're here for. And in that instant, in that second, I thought, like, oh, man, why did that even cross my mind? Like, well, can you wait till we fix this? Can we wait to, you know? I'm just being honest, because I was all wrapped up in the thing. How many of us get all wrapped up in stuff? Yeah. We get all wrapped up in the, behind the wheel, around the wheel, everything else. But God used that right there as a teaching on No matter how busy you get, never get too busy to do my will. And if I'm doing His will, I won't be too busy with the other stuff. I'll be right in the center of what God has got for us. Amen? So I hope that that encourages somebody. I want to say again, Realize that when we serve a forever God, it's forever. He does forever work. He does restoring business. Anybody know somebody that needs restoring? Got a mirror, right? Anybody needs a little encouragement sometimes? Absolutely, we all do. But I want to tell you what we serve a God that is encouraging and loving, and I want to I want to bring this in too, and He's holy. So we think we'll just come to God. Well, we'll just do this and call him when we need him and everything else. That's not a relationship. That's using somebody. If if I only call you when I need money and car keys or locked up in jail or whatever case or whatever, if I only call you in those times or only have time for you in those times, is that much of a relationship? Not at all. Do we do God like that sometimes? We probably have. Ask the Lord today to help us. Lord, help us to align our life with you. And if we do that, how are we going to do that? We need to align our life with him through his word. So I'm going to get ready to wrap this up here. It's time. Right? Is it time? Absolutely it's time. It's time to get with it. It's time to say, wait, let's see what's going on. So we need to make some decisions today. The biggest decision that you're ever going to make is to call on the name of Jesus. Amen? But I want to talk about a thing. You said, buddy, what, what what decision do I need to make?" And I said, "This whatever decision you've been putting off that God's been laying on your heart." Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I guarantee you, as you pray, God will tell you what it is. You said, "Well, whoa, whoa, what, well, what's what? What about this? What about what is it that's holding you back from whatever that decision is that God wants you to make?" Maybe it's just to let go of the past. Maybe it's to pull the good from the past and start your now, now, today, right here, right now. You say, well, how do I do that? Lord, help me. Well, I don't want to start afresh today. What is it that God is speaking to you? And I tell you, like I said earlier, I don't know the decision that God has on your heart, but I can tell you the best decision that you could ever make is calling on the name of Jesus. That's what it's all about. And we go from there. You say, brother, well, what, what do you mean about that? You know, I didn't grow up in church. I was once when I was five and once when I was 30. And if you're a rock and roller, there's a whole lot of time in there. You were not thinking about church or anybody but yourself. And it's not something you're proud of. It's something that you say, you know what? Wow, Lord. I miss so much that you had for me. But in the midst of that, God can still bring you. He can take those things that you experienced and turn them around for good that you can help somebody else. That you can speak into somebody else's life and say, hey man, I've been down that road before. But let me tell you how I got off that road. It was Jesus. If you're sitting here today or you're listening or maybe you listen later, I ask this question all the time. If you die today, you know for sure you'd go to heaven. And most people that I run into Will say Yeah I think I'm, I think I'm okay Don't bank on a hope so Rest in And, and a, I know so And the Bible says We can Break it down Just as easy as it goes The Bible says All of a sudden I'll fall short of glory That means everybody's missed the mark Everybody Can I get an amen there Right he tells us that our sin separates us from an awesome and holy and amazing God. But God did something that nobody else could do to mend that relationship, to restore that relationship. He sent His Son, which is the perfect sacrifice to pay our sin debt in full. That's why Jesus Christ came, lived a sinless life, and laid His life down at the cross as sin payment for the world. And on the third day, God rose him up. And he sits on the right-hand side of God, interceding for us. But you have to believe that. You have to receive that. You say, well, buddy, I, I know the story. How do you make it yours? Yes, you ask the Lord, "Said boy, I know there's things in my life that are not pleasing to you. Lord, I know that this is what your word says. But today, Lord, I know that your word says, if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in my heart that God raised me from the dead, you will save me. You will come into my life. So I ask you to "Close your eyes and open your heart. It's time. It's your now. And if you plan on having a great future and a great now and healing from your past, you need Jesus." Lord, I thank you for each one here today, and I pray that as we're here today and as they're listening online and maybe listen later on, Your Word does not come that void. If Father, I ask You. To take this message and make it so much more than what any man or woman or anybody else can do outside of you. Holy Spirit, work in the lives of those that are listening to your your word today. If they need freedom, Lord, I pray that they call on the name of Jesus. If they need life itself, life in abundance, I pray they call on your son. I pray salvation comes to them today, right here, right now, and they can receive it by faith. The Bible says, by grace you say through faith, not that of yourself, it's a gift. Friends, open the gift of God's love and His forgiveness. You say, how do I do that? The Bible says, if we pray and ask the Lord to come into our life, Lord, forgive me of my sin. Turn from my sin and turn to God. God said, I will give you my spirit. I will seal you in your mind. If that's your prayer today, don't leave here without telling somebody. "said you know what? I prayed that prayer today. Pray today. If you're listening. I pray that that made sense the Holy Spirit, make that work in their lives and bring them to a decision in the saving knowledge of the only Savior, in the name above all names, Jesus Christ. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Well, I tell you what, we're going to do. We're going to send you guys out with a song.